Now I'm a month late on this one, but as ever with pixels, the longer you give Google, the more fixes you get. So what I'm looking at here is a slightly different beast. It's the Pixel 6 Pro reviewed on launch day under NDA by a myriad Americans. The Pixel 6 Pro is absolutely the fastest and best Pixel ever made. It's a magical Google-centric experience and a feast for Android fans. The screen's large, almost bezel-less, curved and clear. The Tensor processor is fast and flies with 12 gig of RAM. Even the battery is decent, if not quite in the league of last year's Pixel 5 mid-ranger. And Google promises major updates for three years and two more after that of security. So what's not to like? Well, since you asked, there are a few compromises. Let's start with the exterior. We're used to phones having metal on all edges with antenna bands breaking things up and allowing each metal section to act as an aerial for various cellular bands. The Pixel 6 Pro has these, but they're not symmetrical down the bottom, which looks a bit odd. Hmm. Only a small thing, but then look at the top. Metal has given way to plastic. And the only reason I can see is that in the USA, Verizon demanded radio frequency access through the top for its millimeter wave 5G. So Google made the top plastic for them and just kept it for all Pixel 6 Pros worldwide without bothering to make another hardware variant. There's even inside, it has been proved in teardowns, a bogus dummy millimeter wave 5G aerial just taking up space, filling up the gap where it would have been for Verizon in America. Go figure. Then there's the otherwise excellent display that for the core function of taking photos doesn't get boosted in terms of brightness when outdoors. So you're shooting a bright sunny scene and where iPhones or Samsung flagships will give you a temporary 50% extra of oomph in the AMOLED display, Google just keeps brightness the same and it can sometimes be hard to see exactly what you're shooting and how focus is going. And talking of the camera, I'm afraid here we have the single biggest compromise, which is a shame given Google's pretensions and claims. Now, previous Pixels had Google's rather clever Super Res Zoom system, using the fact that the phone was always wobbled a little when held by a user. Just a few fractions of a millimetre up and down, but enough, so software could computationally combine several rapidly taken frames when zooming to grab data that would otherwise be between pixels in the smart cropped physical sensor. Now, while not being as good as genuine zoom optics, the system did work super res zoom and allowed Google to skip telephoto lenses completely in 2020 with the Pixel 4a and 5 ranges. But super res zoom obviously relies on phone motion and the larger and heavier the phone, the less it's possible to rely on the user moving the device enough to provide the pixel data needed. Now I've been testing and testing and testing, at least with the late November firmware in place, and I can't see that Super Resume is implemented on the 6 Pro's primary camera at all. Not a problem, you might think. There's a massive four times periscope to take care of zooming, and you're right for distant peers and bird watching. But without working Super Res Zoom, there's now a massive zoom gap between one times on the main sensor and that four times telephotos. Every slight zoom, two times, three times, whatever, for casual subjects, day-to-day -day framings. In fact, most of what most people use zoom for is now done using old-fashioned lossy digital zoom on the 12 megapixel quad pair output from the main sensor. And the results aren't pretty, and I can only think that Google intended to have super res zoom working on this device when they spec'd it, then they had to disable it once the thing had been built because they found it didn't work properly because of the weight 
and the physics involved, leaving one of the core features of the phone utterly compromised. Let's hope that a simple software update can improve things here and bring SRZ, as I call it, back. Most other aspects of the camera system are first-rate. Simple non-zoom photos are terrific, right up with the iPhone flagships of this world, often with near-identical results. See the gallery here. Whatever the subject, whatever the light conditions, non-zoomed photos are crisp, detailed, perfectly exposed and with super colours. Then in good light, and when you engage that f over 3.5 four times periscope telephoto, results are also excellent. You also get some clever photo modes under the motion heading in the UI with action pan, perfect for snapping runners, cyclists and cars, and uh, long exposure where anything moving is blurred while keeping static elements aligned, even in very low light and all handheld. It's all very impressive. Now, Google's enthusiasm for HDR everything does get wearisome for some subjects, either because you're trying to demonstrate contrast and drama and not getting it, or when shooting people who would much rather be less contrasty. See the portrait example here. Now, up until last week, the optical fingerprint sensor was another possible compromise. The theory was that Google had settled for a cheap sensor, but an update appeared that turns down the degree of rigor that Google's algorithms insist on, and now the sensor works okay, if slowly, even for me with my worn down thumbprint. I still mourn the Pixel 4 Super Face ID system from two years ago, mind you, and I hope it makes a comeback for the Pixel 7 next year. Now you all know I like my phone speakers and Google's main speaker at the bottom of the Pixel 6 Pro is terrific, loud and with relatively decent bass. The earpiece speaker is less impressive, but the combined effect is eminently good enough for most people. Here's a demo. Full volume, Pixel 6 Pro. As you can see, the Pixel 6 Pro is a big phone, very big, matching the iPhone Max models which I've learned to live with in fairness. And with a larger display here, 6.7 inch and 1440p, you want to be able to make the most of it. And as usual with Android, I'm not convinced that Google has put much care and attention into how the interface scales and adapts to the extra screen real estate. And this isn't a pixel problem. Um, I have the exact opposite problem on my diminutive Sony Xperia 5 Mark II here. On the 6 Pro, I ended up with display size set to small, but it still didn't seem quite right. Though it did help a lot with the otherwise cartoony aspect of Android 12's drop-downs. Now the interface feels a bit more pro to me, at least. Android on a Pixel remains full of delightful extras. The now playing display on the lock screen, recognising what's playing in the room, as long as it's not too niche. My Peter Frampton album collection was uh, problematic. 
The live transcribe system that's baked in providing insanely accurate dictation. Why even bother typing anymore on a phone when you can just speak? It works well even with background noise. Though do note that older pixels also get this. You don't have to have this latest and greatest. Battery life with a 5,000 milliamp hour cell should have been fantastic. And, well, it, it isn't really, at least not yet. Mind you, this is Google and software updates will keep improving this pixel through the year. So let's stay optimistic. Now, Google has got some stick for, quote, only including 23 watt wired charging, but this is quite fast enough for Mr. Physicist here. I know that heat is the enemy of lithium ion batteries. Heat is the enemy of longevity. And the 6 Pro never got too hot, even when charging at over 4 amps. So you need an emergency charge when you're about to head out the door. Take a small power bank in your pocket, for goodness sake, and don't compromise the health of your sealed phone battery. Now, with no micro SD available, you'll want a decent amount of storage, especially in a flagship. With synced media or loads of captured photos and videos, and I'd recommend the 256 gigabyte version of the Pixel 6 Pro, which unfortunately takes you up to £949 in the UK. Whether this is too expensive will depend on how much you're trying to avoid heading to an iPhone, how much you value the pure Google experience, and how much you're prepared to overlook the aforementioned zoom gap for your snapping. I've learned never to dismiss a Pixel out of hands as they always get better three or six months down the line. Let's see what Google can do with this one. This is the Pixel 6 Pro.